Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Centurion Leadership Battalion podcast, your source of accountability, inspiration, and motivation to become your best and reach your fullest potential every day. Our motto, it's simple, to use our determination to crush our everyday leadership tasks so that we dominate in our delivery of services and products to our clients and achieve victory and personal growth, profitability, and creating environments for those around us to prosper. Let's get this show started. Welcome back to the Centurion Leadership Battalion and happy holidays and Thanksgiving to you all. We wanted to get an episode out to you as quickly as possible relating to a topic of this time of the year. So we're really excited to jump in. I have Justin with me and we can't wait to get started. So I'm going to just pose the question for you, Justin, of why is gratitude important in leadership? And we can get started. I'm going to throw it right at everyone just so we get right to it. And, um, and thanks again for everyone for listening. I just, I don't know how, like, it's an interesting thing. And I think the human mind plays a trick on us. And we've discussed it before where we think that people following you is what makes a leader and influencing them is what makes you a leader. Um, I certainly think some of that is true, but it's not, um, holistically true. I think when you care about people so much, you take an interest in them and their families. I think when you care about so much about people that you hear their problems, I, I think when you care so much about people that you value their time and you see that their time is their most valuable resource where you're not only paying them for it as, as a business or as a leader or, or whatever they're doing, but you're also thanking them for it, whether that's volunteer coaching your kid in sports or um, you're being coached in the sport. Any of that volunteer time is our most valuable resource, which is time. And time is an exchange, guys, always. It's an exchange. We all make a choice on exchanging that time. And how we lead our life is how we use that time, right? How we deposit that time along our life. And we don't know whether we're going to die tomorrow or 50 years from now. So we don't know how much time we really have in the bank that we're depleting, but we are spending it, you know, like we do have it for 45 years because we all hope that we do. And in doing that, you know, we have to realize that each day it is a gift. And in that gift, we have to be growing people. And in that gift also, we need to be grateful for what we have, where we are, what we've learned, and how we've got there and the people in our life. And I think we often think about during the holidays, what all I do for everyone, or why didn't that person like the gift that I got them, or or whatever. And I think, you know, we escape ourselves and we get in this thing where we go to the holidays and there's stress relief and it's off of work and whatever. And, you know, we enjoy ourselves, but I think we forget to be grateful. And I'm not talking about grateful and just saying thank you and whatever I'm talking about. And I love you. Um, a genuine one. I'm talking about an appreciation for the person. Um, it's important because if you're any person's going to learn how to lead, they need to truly be grateful and give people appreciation. We don't live in a world where um, 
you know, fear-based leadership is, is a way that it, that should be had or hard knocks, um, are the way of the future. It's a very balanced thing of nurture and naturing in the world. One of the best things that ever happened is, is women coming in the workforce. Sorry, just saying it. it. The balance of nature and nurture is important. There's no better structure than a man and a woman. That's why families were built that way or whatever. And I'll go into the whole, if you're same sex, there's always one more nurturing and one more naturing partner. And if there's a balance, you know, they tend to be the same or both balanced in terms of balance being less emotional. And so whatever it is, my point being is that in that nurture and nature, we have to be thankful for both. Like we have to be thankful for what nature does to us. And we have to be thankful for the pe people in our life that are trying to nurture us. And when we realize that, that life is about growth and generating value for us, and that value that we put back in is what our legacy is. It's, it is about money for sure, because that does help and it makes life easier and poverty sucks. But it's also about the legacy and the characteristics that if your family gets knocked down or poverty happens by a government decision or by an accident or you accidentally own a business and it kills them, how is the character of your family going to rebound from that? What happens if you were back to poverty? Could you get out of it? You know, and then what are you modeling for other people? Are you modeling upward mobility? Or are you modeling that, hey, I'm just good enough and, and whatever. And I have this discussion all the time. And, and it, it's hard for me because I'm such a type A driven personality. And I, I have trouble letting go of things. Like I can understand playing golf to network and build a relationship with someone in business. But I have trouble playing golf in lieu of my family time. Like, so those are things for me where I'm talking about, I need, I'm so grateful my time with my family that I'm not going to spare it doing something else. And I value my time so much with my clients that if I'm going to go play golf with them and build a relationship, I'm going to be intent in doing that at that time. But I'm also going to not need to play golf another time. I don't play very much golf, honestly, unless I have to go do it for a client anymore, because I value my time with my family so much or growing with my family. Um, and we do things like CrossFit together. So, and the output of that has been obvious to anyone who follows me on Instagram on what us uh, supporting CrossFit for the last eight years, uh, nine years in our family has done for, you know, Zoe. So I think that that's, but along the way, it's been gratitude. And we did it, Deborah and I starting over, Deborah and I going through divorces. Deborah and I trying to build a life together, Deborah and I trying to do whatever, but the whole time the focus was grateful for what we have in each other and, and what we were trying to build in the future we wanted. But the other thing is we were so grateful that we were able to have our life that we really invested everything into the kids. And I don't know how to explain it. And everyone's like, oh, well, what are you doing? You're a stepfather and whatever. And you're not even married. But the weird thing was, is it makes sense. If you're going to invest your time, you should invest your money in that thing, like in, in those people. And, and the only way you feel good about it is if you are thankful for those people in your life and you're thankful for the opportunity to do it. And that's what family is, right? Family is we should be thankful for the opportunity to have these people in our life. And we should be thankful for the opportunity to grow with them. And we should be thankful that they 
teach us things along the way because God doesn't speak directly to us. He speaks through other people. If you're a Christian, I know I keep dropping Judeo Christianity all over this podcast, but I'm just using it as an example. It's true and true and true and time and time and time again. And we need to use real logic. I know I'm talking some faith-based stuff, but it is logical if we think about it. It makes sense that if we're positive and we show gratitude, that other people show gratitude too. And if we demonstrate that gratitude and being appreciative of our lives and giving to other people. So for me, it was like, I was going through a lot. I had a lot of stress going on in my life. The best thing for me to do is get out of myself and give to other people. Generate a life that had something more than I had give something more. Like I always wanted to be a professional athlete. Let me help someone who wants to do that. It just happens to be my stepkid. And now her fiance, you know, spending that time, spending my money. Like I didn't need it to go play golf. I needed it to go spend time with them and build that and not only make them professional athletes by their own accord, they had the work ethic, they had the desire to do it. I didn't do anything. I just provided the gym. I just provided the tools. I helped financially put the things in place and I supported it with my time by building the things, by doing whatever. They had the mindset. I just didn't, I just uncapped it. And gratitude does that for you. Gratitude helps you uncap people's potential. Gratitude does it because people can see that if you appreciate them, you're not going to take advantage of them. And if you're fear mongering and you're fear and do this or else and yelling at someone, why can't you do this? It doesn't help people uncap it. It doesn't make people want to cap to work harder. You know, and some people do need a kick in the ass every once in a while. I am one of them. But generally, I'm driven by 95% positivity, and I use other people's negativity to, to, for steam that I turn into my, my goals um, to prove people wrong. So I twist it around in my head um, on purpose because your brain can do that. I can ring Pavlov's bell and trick the dog in my own head through habits. Um, you know, gratitude is the key, in my opinion. Um, I don't know. Elena, I think um, maybe you have some thought into this as well. Definitely. I think that gratitude is important in general for anyone. I think that gratitude is the key to really appreciating and enjoying your life and your circumstances. I think, you know, it helps you keep that, that good headspace. And so when you talk about why is gratitude important in leadership specifically, I think the, you know, being a leader, we always talk about on the podcast, how being a leader, you're not whatever you said at the beginning of this episode. I really love this. You said some people think leadership is getting people to do what you want or behave the way you want them to, but leadership is not that right. We know that leadership is inspiring others and empowering them to become their best self. And that is really what leadership is about in terms of what we do. And I think that gratitude is important in that space, especially because if you are not great, grateful for your life and like you shared, you know, showing others that you feel gratitude and you are thankful for all the things that you have and the places that you are, that's one of the most important, you know, ways that you show others that you are happy or that you feel accomplished or that you feel some sort of success is by 
truly just loving your life, not by all the things that you have collected or all of the titles you may have, um, but really by just showing that you appreciate where you are and that you're, you know, you love the journey. So for example, for you um, in, in being on the Centurion Leadership Battalion podcast and really starting Centurion Leadership Battalion, well, we're not yet, you know, this nationally known brand or podcast, you still are grateful for the journey and you're still grateful for each episode we put out and each review and each person who listens and downloads. And I think that is what speaks to people because if you're never grateful for where you are on the journey, you're, you're showing people that you can't be happy until you get to where it is you want to be. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And the truth is, is that it's, you're never going to get to where you want to be because you're never going to be satisfied, really. It's just not the way life is. The happiness is along the way and, and built the memories. And here's the funny thing about gratitude <clears throat> is like we do all this studying, but psychologically, the human mind does this trick. If you show up more often for less time, people feel more appreciated than if you feel up show up less often for more time and because you're there the quantity of days is more or the quantity of times is more versus the quantity of time people feel more appreciated and they have more gratitude and it's as simple as people don't want you to just check in on them once a week people want to make sure you're touching base with them every day even if it's for five minutes and it's a way of showing gratitude and and we're talking about gratitude on a very higher level. If we're talking about, I appreciate someone, I'm not just saying, thank you, I appreciate you. I'm genuinely taking interest in them. Um, I'm taking interest in their family. Uh, I'm making sure that even if it's something I'm not liking and, and there's someone that works for me or there's someone in the company or they're a friend, that I'm showing them gratitude for who they are by stepping out of myself and being truly engaged in them and intentional with my time with them. And so if I'm going to have time, I've got to be intentional. So if I'm inviting a buddy to watch a, a football game over, which I don't do, but let's just argue, then I want to be intentional that I'm going to watch the football game with him and I'm going to spend time with him. However, excuse me, if I'm with my family and I'm turning on the football game just to sit there, I'm not really being intentional with my family and the time that I have, and I'm not really showing gratitude in that time by investing it properly in something that benefits me or something that benefits my family or my community or whatever. So when we talk about leadership and gratitude, I think being thankful for what we have is truly one thing, but being truly grateful in the way that we take action behind it is what, what true leadership comes from and where the greater leaders, the great leaders um, to the greatest in history um, come from. They make it a lot about the other other person and the, they're willing to fight other people's fights if they believe in it also. And they're also open-minded in, in because they're thankful to hear other people's things because they're thankful for knowledge any way they can get it. And it's less about an argument and more about information. Um, and sometimes, um, as leaders, we also have to accept that if, um, we're truly grateful and we're really thankful that the people are more honest with us and giving us their opinion or their recommendation 
on things if they're trying to help or we're trying to lead. And that's what we want as leaders. We want as much information as possible to be shared amongst the group as much as possible for them to have the comfortability to give an honest answer and recommendation so you can make the right decision. Because even if you have all the right information, you still need their recommendation and you need to have the gratitude for to them for giving it or you can't lead. And again, like I said, at the end of the day, I have frustrated moments. I, I have visions and I have dreams and sometimes getting to where I want to go, the journey that I see isn't the same as someone else's, but I have to take a step back and say, they are taking ownership of it. I need to have gratitude for that. And I need to take a step back and say, okay, we're going in the same direction. I don't need control over it. And I think the other thing that gratitude does is it helps us get feel the need for control. There are certain things we have control over. There are certain things we don't. And other people we don't have control over, for sure. So, um, and if we think we do and we think we can, and I would say in history keeps trying to teach us the lesson because we keep falling into this thing where we follow blindly what one person says or what people say, ultimately history rebels and ultimately truth comes to the top. And ultimately you have to decide what side you want to be on in the history of life. Like, so if you, you have to be grateful, you have to be grateful for truth you have to be grateful for those who seek truth and you have to be have gratitude to those who give you recommendations as a leader based on truth. Um, and sometimes there's emotions in there and sometimes there aren't, but I got to tell you that people that use emotions as their radar and logic as their missiles, those are the people that you want in your life. You know, they, they are very emotional. They are very intense. They, they have their emotions. But they, all, but they use them not to make decisions, but to come to an understanding of what's going on around them and then logic their way through things to make a decision. And that comes also, people have confidence in doing that when you're grateful. Oh my God, I'm so grateful that you voiced your opinion and that you were upset. It really let me know how much this means to you and that maybe I do need to spend more time on this recommendation. I can see how emotional you are about it. I'm sensing it as a radar. I need to spend more time logically on this and be grateful that that person was emotional because I, gosh, I can't even tell you how ungrateful we are in society, particularly in the United States, about people having emotions. I'm not saying we should make decisions on them or be irrational or make things whatever, but I am saying very realistically, we need to sit in them, understand why we have them, be grateful for them. Again, we can be grateful to other people and to ourselves. So as a leader, you need to be grateful for your feelings, be grateful for your experiences, and then understand why you have them so you can make logical decisions that lead. And you need to be aware that other people have the same thing. And when you understand that, that uh, there's as much emotion as there is logic in people, and you need to embrace both and encourage both, um, you let them have a louder voice and you let them turn up the volume and you need to be more grateful for it. So gratitude, as I'm not only talking about being thankful or opening a door for someone or putting away a shopping cart because I appreciate life or, and I want to do more, or I want to show someone thanks or whatever flowers or whatever I'm talking about taking it to a greater level, which is, you know, 
which is what do I do with my actual time and showing an appreciation. So for Thanksgiving and the holidays, I, I challenge anyone who's listening to this podcast to, you know, it's one of the rules I talked about in the wow episode, but talk, do more listening than talking. And what I mean by that is get to know other people more, take more interest in them. You want to be a leader in your family. You want people to respect you more. It's not about you doing more. It's actually about you listening more. And it's about you taking more interest in other people and being more grateful for those things. Oh my God, I never knew that uncle John. I didn't know the B-52 bomber did that when you were working at a mechanic. Like maybe I didn't have any interest in it, but I could, there are small facts that I can take interest in and making that person feel special and making that person feel valued. So what does gratitude do to wrap up the episode? It gives people value that's non-monetary. And in giving people that value, you actually are getting value yourself, which is they are looking to you for more value and they're looking to you to continue to find happiness and continue to feel good about themselves and continue to give them purpose through emphasizing that value. So if he had a B-52 and he was a mechanic, he has a lot of value being in a mechanic. I need to continue to give him value in it, make him feel important, make him feel that way. But that's the only way you can do that is gratitude and really take genuine interest and focus on certain things, even though you may not have it. But I got to tell you, um, what I've learned in life is you should be hungry for knowledge always. And that's not only from books. I know I talk a lot about 10 pages and 75 hard, but it's also for knowledge from other people because people have knowledge and experiences that can help you with your life and leading other people. So at the holidays, get to know everyone. You know, if you're going to drink, make it a social experiment and talk to everyone, get to know your family members in a whole new way. Your college, your sister's brothers know more about them. They may find you annoying or 20 questions or whatever, then say, okay, I was just trying to figure it out, find something else. So um, that's more or less, that's gratitude is taking an interest in someone beyond yourself and investing time, which is our most valuable resource and money, if you wish, in that person, because you're grateful for that person or what that person is teaching you. And like, people don't look at kids this way enough. Like, it's a very circular relationship, right? They teach us just as much as we teach them. And it doesn't mean we shouldn't be parents, but we need to be realistic that part of the growth is there for us too, you know? So, um, and we don't know it all for sure. Um, but we need to be grateful that we don't because it wouldn't be much fun if we weren't growing and learning along the way. So, you know, that's gratitude also. Gratitude is I got to be thankful for the shit that sucks and the shit that's good. You know, because as they say, it's another fucking growing experience or growing opportunity, however you want to look at it. Definitely. But if, I think that gratitude is probably the most essential quality to leadership. And if, you know, I go all over the board here, but, um, and I've written a, I wrote a post and I actually think there's five things to being a leader that make it important, but gratitude is, um, is one of those emotional intelligence things that they talk about that you need to have as a leader. Um, and I actually probably think it's the most important one. Um, we spend a lot of time on experience and education and exposure and um, 
getting exercise now and, and having a diet, which I loop together. But I think that the emotional intelligence of gratitude in particular, having emotional intelligence is essential, but the particularly gratitude as an emotion, as the ability to connect with people with it, um, it's lacking in our leaders today, um, for sure. Um, and it makes people, it makes you unrelatable to people if you don't take the time to have gratitude for what they do and appreciate their value in the world. And every person has value or has potential value, right? And we need to be grateful for that. And when we do that, we people are less fixed and we see them as no matter what their mindset is, no matter what community they come from, no matter if they've ever been shown upward mobility or not, because a majority of the world doesn't believe what upward mobility is because they've never seen it. If you haven't been to America and you haven't come to the land of the dreams and even communities in America don't believe in upward mobility because they haven't seen it. So it comes from your family. It comes from gratitude for what you have um, along the way, but you want to be have upward mobility you have to be grateful for what you have now in order to get to where you're going and so if you want to be a better leader you have to appreciate the resources you have now and you may not like what elena and i say on this podcast every day and you may not like the way i talk or my voice or whatever but here's the point guys is you have to put yourself through things you don't like and not everything's 100 the way you want it i'm just delivering it in the way you want and maybe i pointed out something I shouldn't point out, but my point more or less being is I'm going to get criticism no matter what. Okay. That's not what I'm grateful for. What I'm grateful for is that the criticism teaches me to be humble. It teaches me that I need to know that not everyone's going to like me. It teaches me that I'm not going to be, um, going to be in a place where I live in fear where I have to be afraid that everyone's not going to like me. Like I'm very realistic in who I am um, because of gratitude that not everyone likes me. And I'm also very realistic that even though everyone doesn't like me because they don't, they don't like me doesn't mean that I don't need to have gratitude for them not liking me because they teach that a little bit more. I think that, you know, I want to dive into that, especially around the holidays because a lot of people, you know, get together with family and extended family. And sometimes there's, you know, those relationships that just don't mesh very well or okay. don't click very well. And I want to kind of dive into that a little bit more because I think a lot of people struggle with that, especially people who aspire to be leaders in some sort of way. It's, and I think, you know, back in college when I was stepping outside of the norm of what everyone else was doing and starting my own business and doing all of these things that wasn't normal for other people. And so it made other people who were my friends previously very uncomfortable because I was here stepping outside of, you know, what they all expected of me or what, you know, everyone else was doing. And that kind of caused, you know, what looked like them not liking me or not approving. But I think if you ever heard the quote, you know, sometimes your spirit will irritate another person's demons. And I think, that's very true sometimes when you are in a leadership position or not even a leadership position, when you're just doing something new, it triggers that insecurity in a lot of other people who may have the same goals and dreams as you, but not have the confidence quite yet to step out and do it. So I want to dive into that a little bit more of, of ways that you've experienced that or overcome that um, headspace of not getting down on yourself or giving up on your dreams just due to other people's opinions. 
Oh, that's a good, good question, Elena. Whole, I mean, you want to talk about a good one in so many different forms. So let's, I'm going to talk about in business first and then family, because I just, here's the thing in business, which is interesting is this is true and true 10 times over is in business. Um, no matter how much you are as an entrepreneur or whatever, and how many people come in the door, um, you're never going to get gratitude, especially from clients, no matter where they are in the journey, no matter how much farther you are than they are, um, no matter how much more you know than their consultant or whatever, there's not going to be gratitude towards you. It just doesn't happen until you prove yourself. It's just the way of the world. Now everyone's always so skeptical coming in the door that there's no gratitude. Like the relationship at the beginning, client, whatever, has been so skewed in the world that we forgot that we should be partners, not client, you know, whatever, drive business, mom's got to say, and I'm going to demand and I'm going to puff my chest. I think there are companies out there that handle it well, but at the end of the day, there's someone always there to drop a hammer. So um, I think gratitude's an interesting thing. And I think for me, honestly, in my personal life, um, as an entrepreneur, being 23 years in the business, I deal with it all the time when new entrepreneurs come in the door and and they treat you in a way that you know less than they do, or you're lesser than they are in a way. And it's a very interesting thing. And sometimes it's based on intelligence. Sometimes it's based on a judgment. Um, weirdly, um, in some parts of the United States, me being an Italian is, is causes problems, but it's, um, it's just one of those things. It's going to happen. And there's a couple ways to look at it. I can either prove them wrong um, over time if it's worth it and they become our biggest advocates or um, I just deal with it over a temporary basis and I try to show as much gratitude towards them along the way and thank for this and I appreciate what you're saying and I try to, to, to do it. Most people don't want to be corrected and most people don't want to be corrected publicly. And so you're never going to get anywhere with it. And so whether they're right or wrong, gratitude and people disagreeing with you, it's an interesting thing when you normally have an argumentative relationship or entrepreneurs who tend to be argumentative for their products and fighting for their products anyway, where you sort of just agree with them, um, not because they're right, but because it's the right thing to do. And like we, we get so caught up in the world and truth and truth is important when it's reported in the media and stuff like that, 100%. But when someone's trying to work through something or grow, sometimes it isn't your place to, to be right or wrong. It's your, it's your place to do the right thing. And so, you know, I don't know how to explain it. I don't know how to, to, to say whatever, but sometimes gratitude comes in the form of me not working with a client. Like the best thing that I can do in appreciation for them is to not let them continue to work with food service partners. And the best way that I can appreciate my employees is not expose them to a client. So it's like, it's this backwards thing where we think we should take something and take it and take it and take it because it's better benefit to the business. But if we go back to being grateful for what we have and the people that take care of us, which are our employees, 
why are we going to put up with an ungrateful client? You know, so, um, and most of the time, I, it's very hard for me to believe that someone that's, that's doing something knows how to mass produce better than we do. Um, and I listen and we listen because I think there's, the point is being grateful and if people are wanting to share and give information and want to feel value, you should listen. Um, so how do I deal with conflict on the holidays personally? Um, prob not great until I was probably 30 years old for sure, particularly with in-laws at the time and that whole situation. Um, and then I read a book like, cause I've always read my whole life. And I read a book that talked about, um, basically flipping the script, which is let it make it all about the other person and let them talk and let them feel valued. And the weirdest thing happens is even though they take no interest in you, which is maybe what you want, like you want them to take interest in your stuff. They think you're the greatest thing since sliced bread because you took interest in them and you, they, you cared about what they had to say, regardless of if you agree with them or not. You let them talk, you know, and I think we let our opinions and our, and our ideas get in the way of what a relationship should be and what the gratitude is or what this person could maybe teach us or why this person is in our life and what maybe they're trying to teach us. And I always, it's like, you know, gosh, it's like, I have to be grateful that I'm not dealing with that, with that person. Like, if you think it's so bad in that person, but be grateful that you're not having to go through it. And then be, be so grateful that you want to talk to them and you want to help them have a good relationship with you because you don't want them to have stress, right? We care about our friends and family. We want them to have less stress. So that means doing the right thing. And it's a weird thing because the truth and honesty thing is everyone wants to correct everyone and slap down truth. But sometimes the search for truth for the individual is part of the journey. And if they don't, we don't allow them to have the boundary to search for truth. We rob them of the journey and the experience. And we do it to kids, honestly, right now. And we don't talk about families is we rob our kids of the journey. We take our experiences and we're like, oh, we already know this here, do this. And they never know why, or they never experience why. So it's not ingrained. And they get to come working for like food service partners and I'm having to ingrain morals and values because why you told them not to do it they have no bloody clue as to why or why not not had to do it so they can't apply it to anything outside in life and so gratitude is learning is is not making decisions for people it's allowing people to make mistakes and and live life in their own journey um, and being there to support them in the way that they need, not in the way that you need to give it. Because if I am grateful and I'm giving love in the way that I need to give it to anyone, I'm not, I, I may be the most loving person on the planet, but not one person is feeling loved by me. True. I can be the most loving person on the planet, but if I do it from my perspective, no one around me feels loved. I don't know how to explain it any easier than that. So that's gratitude in and of itself, right? I have to love people in the way they need to be loved and understand them in order for them to feel loved. And it's the same with gratitude. I have to understand what drives them value. And if I want a relationship with them, I have to, one, recognize the value, and two, encourage that value to be driven or increased, however you want to look at it. 
And so that includes everywhere. And if I make that my focus as a human and gratitude at the core point where I'm thankful for everything I can learn and every experience because I have a limited amount of time and my legacy is actually what I leave behind, which is not right or wrong. It's the core values to make a decision or the core values for someone to generate value for themselves, for their family and for the future, positive value. And that's what lasts. And so when we look at it that way, and I'm I'm talking very high level leadership here, and I'm probably losing a lot of people, but it's, I am dead serious about this. Like the hardest part for me to learn at food service partners and the amount of success I had in growing a business out of a basement was I had to realize in the middle of all of it, that it wasn't about me ever never was going to be, never will be, never is now, even though my name's on the podcast. It, my family's not about me. My, I don't make all the decisions. I certainly don't need all the credit. And I certainly don't want it, actually. I don't want it at Food Service Partners. I don't even want it anymore, okay? Like, I'm too scared of it because I'm scared that credit makes me weak and credit will make me slow down. But that's just a bizarro. So in that, I'm grateful for achieving things. I'm grateful for all of it. I'm so grateful I won't even take any gratitude myself half the time because I so appreciate and understand the value is in other people, not in me. And my value as a leader and my value as an entrepreneur and my value as the head of a business and leader of multiple businesses and hundreds of people, you know, soon to be thousands, is that it's about them. It's about giving everyone, having the gratitude to say thank you for what you do for me. In exchange for what you do for me, I'm not only going to help you gain a skill set in your job, but I'm also going to give you a skill set in life, which is leadership. And I'm going to give you a skill set in being able to grow yourself and your family for upward mobility. And what else I'm giving them is a skill set to get financial independence and the freedom to build the family legacy that they want for generations. And that is what a leader does. A leader gives people the freedom to be financially independent and gives them the ability and the liberty to build a legacy that they want for their family for generations. That is the essential piece. And when we see that, we have to be grateful for them. Like we have to be grateful that it may not match our legacy. It may not always be what we want. But the truth is, is it's more complicated than one brilliant mind and one Superman to come save us all. It's going to take all of our minds and all of us being grateful for the complexity and the differences of one another and having gratitude for it in order to make real differences beyond where we are. We've started to see it and we've started to break down barriers. And we talked about it, about women in the workforce on another podcast and, and breaking down racial barriers and inequalities and, you know, and all of that. It's all very important. It's also all very important that we find balance amongst it all and we don't go to extremes. And that takes everyone 
being being vocal and everyone's opinion being grateful. If you don't agree with me because I'm heterosexual and you're homosexual, that's just a disagreement because of our preferences. That's not something we need to argue over. And it's certainly not something that we should let the government decide for us. Right. We should all have the know-how that the government should be less involved and we should be more involved in our freedoms. Right. Basic needs, yes. Freedoms, no. Right. So like I see both sides and you guys will probably understand I'm probably pretty conservative, but I'm pretty libertarian. And so I believe that freedom and life's choices and our ability to make our own choices to build our own legacies is important. I also believe that we need to do a better job to go help the communities, particularly in the United States that need upward mobility. That's why we're in Milledgeville. I'm in communities that have never seen upward mobility ever in the South. Okay. So it's trying to grow people so they see that it's in their own hands, that they don't need to rely on someone else or the government or the community or whatever it is, or a politician to do it for them, that they have the power to do it themselves. And so you have to be appreciative to people so they have the confidence even to start that journey. And it's a long journey when there hasn't been upward mobility in people's lives. But it starts with being appreciative for what they do. It starts with the discipline of being grateful and um, showing up every day and being there for someone is showing gratefulness. Um, you know, Deborah showing up for me every day, working with me every day, pursuing the dreams that we have. That's um, her being grateful to me. I 100% recognize it. She's there doing this, pursuing this dream, not only because it's hers, but really because it's mine. You know, in that dream is funny because I'm so grateful for all the food on my table and all the things that I have that my dream is just to make everyone in the company's dreams come true and just make everyone's lives better than they have it. And hopefully, you know, because they've done so much for me and my family is make sure that their families have it better the next generation than I do. And so personally, that's for work, that's what it means for me. And so conflict and all that, um, I'm grateful for the lessons they teach me. It doesn't mean that I back down from them. Okay, so um, I, I do stick up for myself. I don't take abuse. I wanna be clear on all that. I have a very strong line um, and I exit from conversations when the time is right. But I generally have become so successful in asking other people's other questions that it never gets heated towards me. And even if someone hits a nerve or pisses me off internally, I realize that that's emotional radar of something that's just like, hey, I don't agree with this. And I logic myself to that's what it is. But I've taken years, I mean, since 30. I encourage everyone to do it way before that. But get comfortable in your feelings and sit in them and be grateful for them because life has given you them for a reason. And we may not realize it now, but I'm gonna give a perfect example. At 20, when I was 18 years old, you know, I had no idea what food service partner was gonna be. When I was 23 and I started really dreaming about it and pushing the envelope and going after the newer contracts and having a bigger dream of doing what we're doing now and trucking and all that, it took us years to get here. And I had a dream inside of me. I didn't always necessarily know why. And it didn't necessarily go the path I did. And then certainly the financial disasters. And we ended up building restaurants and stuff and restaurant equipment in the process to survive. 
but it weirdly taught me all the lessons to get us to where we are now, which was COVID happened and 23 years later, we are perfectly situated as a company unintentionally, but intentionally uh, to handle the situation. And by I mean unintentionally is we were aiming to do it. We knew the steps we had to take as a company to grow. And we were intentionally and strategically always trying to vertically integrate and grow and be more sustainable and have our own farms and all those things. What happened was, is an opportunity met the preparedness of us following our dreams. And so I'm grateful for that. But so you have to be grateful for the things that happen to you, for you. You know, and it always doesn't mean that it's the way that you want it. Most of my life has not happened the way that I wanted it. But in the long run, it's taught me the most and I've had to embrace it. And whenever anyone's robbed me of the dignity of learning something on my own or my parents made a decision for me that escaped me of the why, I went in, you know, I made huge mistakes in, in my adult years because of it. I'm just saying, like it capped my potential. And we're not doing it on purpose. We think we're helping our children and we think we're helping people by giving them the answers, but it's robbing them of the dignity to do it. And if we're truly grateful for that person um, and we truly value them, then the best thing what we can do is be their biggest cheerleader for growth. So Elena, yes, I would say most people are intimidated by you when you start succeeding or you pursue your dreams because it attacks their demons and a majority of people um, don't realize that there's nothing different between you and them. Your dreams started off the same and whatever. It's just, you had initiative and they didn't. And you were willing to fail and learn from it and they weren't. And um, when we look at it that way and we see it that way, um, cause I get it all the time still to this day. I mean, again, like I tell you, I have entrepreneurs that still, like tell me what it means to be an entrepreneur and what I should be doing. And they've been in the game for like 18 months. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Right. And there's probably some pointers here and there. Maybe they're in an industry I want to learn from for sure. But generally like, let's be realistic here. The gratitude should be if you wanted the companies that come in the door that succeed at food service partners are the entrepreneurs that are grateful enough to learn both ways and have a partnership. They're the ones we invest in. Shit, they're the ones I probably have the biggest bumps in the road with. They're the ones we, we the craziest shit, bone, you know, broth, you know, all sorts of crazy stuff that we do. But we did it because it was the hard stuff and no one did it. And we did it because there were relationships and there were relationships that were grateful. And maybe because it was hard for both parties, we found gratitude in the hardship. I don't know. But again, it goes back to if you want gratitude in your family, put them through hardship. Don't sugarcoat it. Don't do the lesson for them. And I don't know. We've become to a world where we care so much about the outfits and the way our kids dress and, and all that stuff and preparing them for this like world. We, we completely forgot all the basic skills of leadership and independence and free thinking and making decisions on our own and, and there are a lot of, uh, there's a group that I would say that's, you know, talking about their spirituality and their sexuality and all of that stuff. And, and they're there and they have a very loud voice, but we need to have a loud voice too for what also exists. 
you know, it shouldn't be just the loudest voice of where there's the problems right now in society. There should be the loud voices in moving society forward in the way everyone else feels. And I get it having compassion for other people, but we need to have gratitude for what we have and why we have it also um, and look forward in the future and what we should be doing in order to give back that gratitude. Um, so I'm not saying we shouldn't have change, but we do definitely need to be grateful for what we have first before we can actually have real change. And the only example I can give you guys is you would never trust someone to build your house that had never built a house before. So, um, you know, trust comes from time and experience and um, knowledge comes from you gaining experience in that and confidence in it. So gratitude is, you know what, Elena, thank you for being an entrepreneur. Thank you for fighting for free market. Thank you for doing those things. And if you give that to other people, if you thank them on a greater scale and you help them see that there's always a greater purpose to their purpose, you can cut through that line. Be grateful. Oh my God, I didn't realize you did that. Maybe Uncle Tom's like the shithead that maybe hit you as you were a kid or whatever. But life can sure give you joy when you flip the script on someone and you make it about gratitude and you lead in a better way than they did. I can't think of a greater victory. Like honestly, leading your life better than the people around you that try to cut you down or the people that don't believe in it. Like it's the ultimate thing. And here's the funny part. You think it's revenge at the beginning. But in the, in the long run, if you're grateful for the lessons, those people actually become your biggest followers and your advocate because you change your mindset by living a, a, a gracious life and a life full of gratitude and being appreciative to them, even though they weren't appreciative to you. It's the golden rule, right? So, um, which is gratuitous, you know, gratitude, which is do unto others as you would have them do unto you or wh whatever the saying is, but which... Um, I can't explain it more. So during the holidays, I, I don't know. I, you're going to have arguments and you're going to have people that hate you. I honestly just mm, take interest in them. And even though you may not want to, and you hate them, you will be surprised about the change that happens in you and the change that happens in other people, you know? So, you know. I don't know. Again, it's sitting in the emotions. It's getting you to understand why the person bothers you or what upsets you about them also, you know, but again, I would try to leave this holiday, the best holiday you ever had. And you're probably going to get frustrated because you're going to make a lot of effort because of the podcast and it's not going to work. And like, Justin, like what the fuck? And why did this happen? And you're wrong. And you're an idiot. 100% way you should feel at the beginning if you're not getting hard knocks you're not learning and if you're not mad at me or whatever great but the blame is that you need to keep learning and that it's a lesson to be learned so yes i may have not given you all the advice i can give you but you should be able to continue to learn and have i'm going to dedicate myself to holiday after holiday to do it and 11 years later you know i have massive success and with our kids like you know, yesterday we did all as a family, we did the tree, we did all the decorations in the house and we did it as a unit. Um, and John, so like, and we've all been through hard knocks. So, but 
I don't know how else to tell you guys other than it was all gratitude the whole time. And it was realizing that I have to be thankful for what I have. And then be so grateful for my family also that I'm not willing to let in toxicity. So gratitude is also an aggressive behavior. It's not also towards the people, but it's also being grateful for what I have and be willing to protect it. Just saying. So if I'm grateful for the United States and I'm grateful for my liberty and my freedom, I'm going to have to realize that the opposite side of the coin is aggression. And that's also what makes you a good leader is the ability to fight for what you're protecting and what you're grateful for. And if you're protecting other people and they think you're, um, you hear them and you're listening to them and you're grateful for them, they will help you protect for the good. And you will start to see it on this podcast as we start to talk about what we need to do in food and leadership or in our businesses or for the free market. Um, we need to be grateful for what we have. And so when we realize that how valuable it is to be in the United States or in a free market society or in a democracy around the world, um, you're going to start to realize that being grateful also means that in order to preserve it, there's the other side of the coin which of gratitude, which is natural, which is in most things we look at, which is that you have to protect it. And you have to be willing to protect it righteously and with conviction. And so, unfortunately, gratitude isn't always butterflies and rainbows. When we become grateful and we're truly grateful, we truly realize the things we need to protect. And that's the other part of the leadership equation that no one gives to gratitude. It's not only about thanking people and getting them to lead and hearing them and listening to them. It, the other part of the leadership equation is, is it gives you convictions and righteousness and knows what you need to protect. And it gives you the thing that makes you a leader that you know what other people need protected. It's just a fact of life. People need to feel protected. They need to feel their families protected. And when you're aware of what it is that they need protecting and you hear them and you're out there fighting for it righteously and with conviction, so that it's protected, so they can continue to be grateful for what they have, then you're a true leader and you're starting to get up there in the highest ranks of leadership because you're making it more than just about you. You're making it about the protection of everyone. And that's what I'm talking about, the layering of leadership. The more we get out of ourselves, the more we're grateful for what we have, the more we're willing to protect it. And that's part of leadership too, right? It's not only I inspire people and I motivate people, I protect them. I provide a life for them. I give them the opportunity to build a legacy for the family, their family that they want and liberty. And I give them the freedom to have financial independence because there's, you know, being reliant on the government for money is not freedom. It's not independence. It's not free thinking. It's not what we should be doing as humans. You know, if we're not dependent on God and God gave us free thinking and the ability to have conviction and righteousness and make decisions and champion for ourselves, we should be very careful what we allow the government to do the same for us in all countries. And that's not saying we don't need the government to protect us and lead us so we can have freedom and liberties. But let's talk about what protecting us is internally versus externally, because 
when we look at that, we can be very grateful for what we have internally. And if we look externally, we can be extra grateful for what they have and versus what we have. But we also understand that in order to protect what we have internally, we're going to have to do things that don't necessarily match our custom lifestyle or higher lifestyle that we're used to because the world doesn't live by the same rules we do. And so protecting government doesn't mean being more reliant on the government. It means we need to be less reliant on the government so the government can itself be stronger and stand up stronger and have less dependence so it can stand up against any enemy. And I'm not talking about war. I'm talking about ideology against free markets, against business, against our leadership, against the way we live our lives. Gratitude, for example. And so if you want to take it on a full example all the way up to leadership, I think I just stacked it for everyone pretty well there, but I'll do it again just to be clear. You started in your family or with your friends, if you're young or in your groups, it will stack its way all the way up to high levels of leadership. Gratitude does it because it allows you to understand people and protect people and serve people's interests and actually be the voice of them. Okay. But it also allows you throughout your life to gain experience so you can judge those things as their leader. Just because the whole majority wants to go this way and fight this battle doesn't mean that you should. Just saying. So even though you're grateful and you're listening to people, it doesn't mean you need to listen to every single detail. You still need to be a leader. And they'll still follow you because they've entrusted you with their other things. And a majority of the time you listen to them and and you're driven by them and you take responsibility for the actions. But every once in a while, when you buck the system, you've established their gratefulness and the gratitude and them for you that they're grateful for you for listening to them, that it doesn't become as a big deal. And now at food service partners, we probably fail 95% of the time. Like not because I want that to be scary to anyone, just because we embrace it and we we know that it's a journey, not a destination, and there's no perfection. There's only learning along the way. And again, our best clients and the most grateful clients that we have are the ones that understand that, that we do it together, that we learn along the way, and that just like they took years to get their business off the ground as a food entrepreneur, they're grateful to us. And we're grateful to them and that we both know that it's going to take months, if not years, to totally dial in their system to get them to greatness um, in mass production. So it's just gratitude builds better relationships. It, it builds better families. Um, and I don't know, it's definitely builds better leaders. So um, anything you want to add into that, Elena, would be great. And I know I went way over our time, so... I think that everything was just very, very helpful and true. And I think that it's important to just stay in that gratitude. Like you said, even when, you know, you think things are going bad or you're failing or they're not going according to plan, just stay in that journey of gratitude. And, and that's the most important thing that you can do, um, especially around this time of year. So we just are so thankful for all of you for listening in and being a part of what we are doing here uh, the past few months. And Justin, I'm sure would like to thank you as well. And we just hope you have a great holiday with your family and your friends and just know we are thankful for you. Yeah. And Hey, I guys, I like 
it's not hard to buy a little small something for someone. Even if you stop at a store and it's a dollar, you go to a dollar store and you get some funny little gift for everyone to be play for or play, or you bring cards or a game for everyone to play. That's showing gratitude. You're bringing people together to do something together. And it doesn't have to be anything big, but it's just, you unite people through being gracious. I don't know why but it's just the way it is. And I don't know why it makes sense to me now, but I can tell you, and I understand with a lot of people I mentor or people that we work with that features why people don't see it that way and why people think that people all need to agree in order to go the same direction. It's simply not true. They just need one leader who listens to all of them equally and puts as much emphasis in their, their goals and their dreams as they do. And so that's, you know, what we're talking about. Your dream has to be, you know, to fit everyone else's dreams in it as a leader. And, you know, it's really, it's a whole different type of leadership and loyalty. And I've seen it over 23 years at Futurist Partners. We still have people working for us. So it's sad. A lot of them are retiring and, and whatever, and we're having to build the new generations. But, you know, um, loyalty is done through graciousness and giving people jobs and doing the right thing or making people feel important or giving people an ear to listen to. So do it, you know, seriously. And it's going to be frustrating. You're going to fail multiple times, but you can't perfect a skill overnight and being gracious and having gratitude is a skill. And it takes a long time. I would say at least 18 months to really get good at, you know, probably took me four years so just saying once I made the commitment to do it and looked at it differently I was probably 34 35 years old before I really got it down and it took some really hard knocks along the way and it took a lot of people like you said Elena like not liking me anymore having a problem with the way I was because I wasn't going into the pity parties anymore I wasn't handling things the same way I was very much addressing things um, from the standpoint of listening and being content, but I wouldn't get drawn in emotionally. And so, you know, that was for me. And so I think you can be gracious and have gratitude, but it doesn't mean you get drawn in emotionally and you certainly don't go meet someone where they are emotionally. That's just picking up other people's emotions is not good for you. So, um, you need to have your own, your heart, your own or heart enough to deal with. So, Thank you, everyone, and I am thankful for all you guys. I have so much gratitude towards all of you guys. Thank you for listening. I love all you guys, and I appreciate you, and I appreciate what you guys are doing for the world. So, and Elena, thank you. I'm extremely grateful for you as well and, and continuing to do the podcast. So thanks, everyone. Same to you, and thank you all for being a part of this, and we look forward to having you listen in on our next podcast.